Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, and as always, the physically, yeah. the phys- physically strong, physically girthy, <laughs> Sir Loveday. Sir Loveday, how are you? Quite well, quite well. Tired, but I'm alive. Yeah, the porn business takes a lot out of you. Hey, look, I work hard on my day job, and I get to relax because I do so. You need the weekend to recover. Um, this is the last episode of 2017, and quite a year for the Crush A Lot podcast. Um, you know, we, we started, it was this little adventure in podcast world between me, Callie West, and just Ray uh, was just something of a project that we did before we started work. It wasn't meant to be anything more than just people talking about what we talk about at work. And it turned mm. into a weekly episodic podcast featuring hip hop enthusiasts from around the world. Cali West has moved on to other things, just Ray as well. Um, so we bring in Sir Love Day from Straight Shooter Podcast to co-host this. And, and we have really risen in popularity and in recognition and people really wanting to jump on the show. So we want to thank those listeners, friends of the show who are willing to come on this small little sure. Brooklyn show to just talk to people who love hip hop. We appreciate that a lot. And we appreciate everybody who's been checking out the Wu-Tang series that ended last week. Um, with our mm-hmm. top five disappointing um, Wu-Tang <laughs> moments. Um, mm-hmm. It was quite entertaining with Money Miz out in Boston. We we went in. I got a lot of people mad. Sorry. Um, yeah, get over. yeah, but thank you for being on the show, Sir Love Day. How has been uh, the resurgence of, of your podcast life? Yeah. Uh, it's been an interesting one. Um, there's a, it seems like there's a lot less arguing back and forth here i guess that's what happens when it's not seven people in the room um but, but uh it's it's still good it's still fun i'm enjoying it it's been a good year considering uh, how much of an ar- some people ar- we're ar- we're archaic in our in our opinions everywhere else so <laughs> the fact that we get along and don't argue really too much is is yeah. kind of surprising because we don't necessarily come from the same point of view on things yeah, because I'm probably gonna actually listen to the Eminem album and be like, "Oh my goodness, this is kind of good." Uh, maybe we'll see. Uh, no, no, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Um, for those who are wondering, we're also Instagramming this live. Um, we'll see. We'll, we might do that from time to time. We'll we'll see if the people want to to do that. Um, why not? My phone is fully charged. It won't kill us. Um. Mm. Yeah, so what we're going to do in this episode is we are getting ready for the Crushy Awards. The Crushy mm-hmm. Awards are the awards that me and Sir Love Day give uh, to a bevy of artists um, that we recognize as best class of 2017. Right. Um, I did play around with the idea of having a lot of people on the show, um, but... Unfortunately, I had a recent surgery in my mouth and I just did not have the time to coordinate the coordinating right. part. The actually getting people on the show the is not difficult. Thing. Yeah, it's the coordinating because mm-hmm. there's people from Dubai, people from Kuwait, people from Ireland that want right. to all come on the show. But that means I would have to wake up at different hours, which is fine. But mm-hmm. when I was on 
heavy drugs it was kind of it was difficult to manage so we we'll figure that out we don't i don't know how we're going to do that but the crush awards will come out um before the new year and then we'll have um why that jones jump on the first episode of 2018 but this is our honorable mentions um this is for all the artists that weren't in our crushy awards but deserve crushies or was on the verge of getting crushies but we wanted to acknowledge them and we just didn't want to be like a two-second blurb on an episode we wanted to really give them (laughs) respect because this has been a year of great music resurgence of certain Mm -hmm. subcategories of hip-hop and we wanted people to really uh, hear what we have to say about it and and go find their music and and see if they jam to it and we want to know what you like this year so hit us up crush a lot podcast at gmail.com um you can always hit us up on our you know social media so love day everywhere Oops. crush a lot hey. cheese on twitter from twitter for me crush a lot podcast on instagram all that good stuff what up big daddy friend of the show we appreciate yeah. you so much first time we're going live so we'll see how it goes so love day you got the yeah. categories this is our honorable mentions this is not our tops let's make it clear no. this is not our tops no. that's for the next week's episode this is our honorable mentions yeah. before we drop the crushy awards uh next week so what you're running this you you have the categories yes. um and, got my we'll list. Go. and and just to be clear we might yo thank you so much for the love big daddy we appreciate that we, we know that you watch the show a lot right um so you know we're going to try to do this live but you don't have to stream it while you're driving to work <laughs> you get all dis- distracted um if we're going to put up the honorable mentions i might say one because maybe that's all i have i might have five i don't know right. um right. and uh we'll, we'll take it from there sir love day what's the yeah. first category up to bat so first off we're going to start it out with overlooked album this overlooked is this is tough because we're talking about an album that is quality that's great that we appreciate that we think deserves more attention than it got. It's not necessarily that it didn't get any attention at all. It may be an album like that, but it's anything in that category is something that didn't get quite as much love, adoration, respect, attention as we felt like it should from now, our perspective. Are we talking about like airplay, record sales, word of mouth? All of that. So we're talking about both from, Hey, yo, people aren't buzzing about this enough. People aren't out here in these streets going, yo, did you hear this enough? And this thing didn't sell the way it should have. You know, it had the single that was out there and it was good, but it just didn't get the spins it could have or whatever the case may be. This sort of thing feels a little overlooked. Yeah. And, an album that deserves and, a little bit more love. And you could essentially have an overlooked album, but also have it be your mm-hmm. album of the year. Yeah, true. So this is uh, more... You know, it's very possible. It's more I feel like, like that... Uh, couple years ago when Prime dropped. felt oh, like Prime absolutely. was an overlooked album, but it was clearly my album of the year without question. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. I don't want to get too much about the pantheon of a hip-hop now, but the popular, <laughs> the, the explosion of trap music, mumble rap, if you like it or not, we're not here to debate that, Right, has really put the pressure on more hardcore hip-hop it it, it it dimmed it for a while, but this year has really come back um, to mm-hmm. really make a stake in back in the hip hop game, which makes me excited. Um, and other course. avenues like SoundCloud and Bandcamp has really opened up the door 
for hardcore, boom bap, old school type uh, music to exist in in this in this new age of the way we consume music. I'm not knocking trap. I do like some trap. You'll get that in some of my lists in the Crusher Awards and stuff. But it's great that there's there's different section of hip hop that people can listen to. So if you like boom bap, old school stuff, that's all good. You'll have a space for that. There's a you don't have to. I don't really listen to trap too much. So, but I still am totally hip hop, and I like that we are at that place. So, if you don't like certain, if you don't like old school hip hop because you don't know who Nas is and you want to be like Lonzo Bone, be a dick <laughs> about it, then go ahead, mm-hmm. you know, go deal with Twenty One Savage. But he won't be here next summer. Mark my words, because um, he don't have longevity like that, right? Um, so that's just my opinion. Whatever. Let's go. So what do you have for your overlook? Cause there's a lot uh, we could talk about with overlook. Yes. There's a whole lot that that's big on my overlook. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I've been making some switches on these couple of positions. Cause there is an album that could easily be my overlooked, but I'm saving it for another spot a little further down the line. We'll get to that then. <laughs> but for now, my overlooked is going to be, I am Sue. All right. Uh, so my guy, I am Sue. I mean, Susie. Uh, uh, <laughs> he dropped a, a joint, uh, I believe it was the very beginning of the year, if I'm not mistaken. It was really early on, January, February. Um, and he's been out, you know, touring and promoting and all that good stuff. Um, and at the time that it dropped, I believe it was in the middle of me kind of watching some other stuff and a bunch of other music. So even for myself, it kind of ended up getting lost to the shuffle at first. And then over time, as you go back to those playlists, as you know, for me, now every year I'm putting together, as soon as music comes out, go straight to one playlist. And this is the playlist for the year. This is everything from this year. And when you got to go back and start whittling it down and going, what was the best? What was really good? What contenders for album of the year? You start re-listening to stuff. And Sue... He had some. I am Sue had some stuff that I was just like, you know what? How come this wasn't getting any more love? It's not it's not the classic boom bappy all the way through and it is really almost none of that in there. It's very much what you would call today's hip hop. It could very easily fit on the radio. Um, but without being stupid. There's still some like intelligence there. It's like, oh, this guy's kind of smart. He's just, uh, he's having the sounds and sonically it's a bit more uh, modern hip hop and radio friendly today hip hop. And it's a little weird to me that that's not getting the sort of love it deserves. And as someone who's sat and talked with I Am Sue and seen the way the guy moves, that's a guy that I'm super excited to always see do well. You know, so I'm glad to see him out there getting bigger and bigger shows. I I really was rooting for this album and hoping it would do more. I think I'd overlook. I think it deserves a second listen. Yeah, go check that out. I think music is consumed differently. It's about what came out next. Well, right. And I think a lot of people are victim of that, of every Friday something comes out and then so much stuff came out this year that it's like you don't even have time to really digest it. Um you just don't like and, and it's yeah. just so much content and you and even things that don't get released uh you know you got daft piff you got this you got this there's so much to consume that i didn't even check out that album bro 
I it, it just mm. it just fell off my radar because it was on to the next thing. It was on to the next yeah. thing. It was on even if at the end of last year you had Tribe, and then the week after that you had Run the Jewels, and then you have Kendrick. Then you you're like it just doesn't stop. Doesn't stop. And that's why it goes into one of the people that I felt was overlooked. Um, I don't know if mm. he's really overlooked in certain areas in terms of certain audience members like me for example but in terms of what i felt the album the quality of the album the anticipation of the album what the the content of the album and and it just didn't for me at least from what i know it didn't make the impact i was hoping for i just felt that mm. when this album came out i was really hoping that this artist would just launch into the upper enchilant of the game and mm. it didn't happen in the way that I wanted to and for that I felt it was overlooked not because the album was bad the album was amazing I'm talking about Joey yeah. Badass Joey Badass right. mm-hmm. um, what's the name of the album see that's a problem I don't even know the name of the album. <laughs> all, all American um, all American <laughs> Badass yeah yes <laughs> um, I just felt that from track one to the last track all bangers yeah and and yeah, he really pushed himself to do different type of sonic sonically different sounds really mm. it, it it's very still a joey badass album he still has that old school 90 boom back kind of stuff but he really really tried to open up his 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 style and and integrate a little i wouldn't say popish sound but a little more easy listening sound for it could go with his message mm. in a way for it could hit a different audience. I right. think it was very smart in that mm. way. And it just worked for me. It just really worked. Yeah. It didn't compromise. He didn't compromise himself. Like Raekwon compromises himself in his music to reach another audience. He he gets left over Justice League beats. He'll put G Easy Weezy Kabiji on the album for he could get those audiences um, because he's not good at that sound. He's good at what Raekwon does. But Joey Badass mm. did a very excellent job on like just making music that I felt more accessible to a bigger one, to a bigger audience without compromising his style. Um, I think his lyrical yeah. content is great, goes great with what's going on, though I do think it's surface level stuff. We talked about this, mm-hmm. about rapper Big Pooh and maybe how yeah. he's a little more in deep, deeper than people like J. Cole and people like Kendrick who really talk about surface level stuff, but not mm-hmm. really deeper into yeah, some of the, the depth is. of the issues. Um, so, you know, that's my probably the only knock, but the, my, my dude's in his early 20s and he's already thinking about these things. I'm excited about the next five years for Joey Badass. I wish more people could push him in the front in the echelon of one of the top MCs in the game just as an artist and that was for me one of the most overlooked in terms of it should have done double triple quadruple what it did in terms of numbers and airplay and just people repping Joey I know he has a big fan base but I I just felt like he's a headliner he should be up there or close to where J. Cole and Kendrick are are because all his albums none he, he hasn't dropped bad albums at all no, and and no. so you know maybe it's my brooklyn bias but for me if you <laughs> haven't checked out joy badass or if you if you need to go back and revisit it go back it, it's it, it's an amazing album and it might be my album of the year maybe mm-hmm. because it was mm. it's up there and uh yeah. early on when i first heard it 
it was it was between Kendrick and Joey Badass because they came out around the same time. I also think that hurt Joey Badass. Yes, yeah, Joey's reception. He, he, he dropped right after Kendrick. Um, that's kind of yeah. tough. So Kendrick for me. What's next? What's the next category? All right, next up we got a uh, best verse. Best verse. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a sleeper for best best verse because it's really a. Uh, for me, it felt at first it was very difficult, and I was really kind of combing through verses and re-listening, and then I ended up just kind of going, all right, let me just look for this artist. I wasn't even trying to, um, but I was just looking for a specific particular artist because I just wanted to listen to their stuff, because um, I've been doing a bunch of like my favorite all-time favorite guys, um, probably about two weeks ago. And I was just like, all right, let me just search on my iPod for this person's name. Anything that comes up with them, I'm just going to listen to. And I found this verse. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was this year. You know what? That, <laughs> that's the best verse. And that, and that was it. There was no more discussion for me. I was like, yep, that's the best verse. And I was like, let me compare it against these other ones. Oh, yeah, nope. This is nope. This is by far clearly the clear, clear cut winner. Uh, so I don't really have anybody else. You know, honorable mention, of course, to. Uh, Anything, that last anything, um, anything Royce the five nine for you? It's well, of course, of course. Uh, Royce killed. M has some crazy stuff. Rhapsody has some crazy stuff. Joey has some stuff. That last joint off of uh, that American Idol. Yeah, uh, the, I think is the last track on the album. Yep. Fire, heat, but nothing that really sticks out other than what I'm going to give the crushy to. And y'all gonna have to wait for that so one. So there's there's no second or third place in this category for you. There's just one. Yeah, there's number one, and then there's like the uh, shared podium for like 15 slots. Yeah, and no, I, I agree. Together. But I'll, I'll put one out there that um, I think is a slept on verse, maybe because the artist is um, I don't know. He's he's still budding. He's been around for a little bit. I think he has his fan base. I don't think he's going to get any bigger than what he is now, which is disappointing. I really like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about uh, Locksmith. Um, he dropped that Olive Branch mm-hmm. early in the year. It was a little more trappy than I cared for it to be. But when I re-listened to it, especially recently, it, it wasn't... Trappy is not the way I would... Is not a good description. He has trap elements, but he, mm-hmm. he was very... He was a lot more internally introspective than most okay. of his music is and I just found it a very it's a solid album it's not the best album of the year but in terms of his catalog good album but specifically there's one song that was a little more throwback in terms of the production it was called Agenda uh, Agenda is a is a song where he just goes in and talks about um, how white people would kill Indians, make peace treaties mm-hmm. with Indians, and while you're eating mm-hmm. dinner with those Indians you just made peace treaties with, you kill them, rob their land, and take their symbol and turn it into the Cleveland Indians just to be just to throw salt into into the wound yeah. kind of stuff. So he he goes into this whole thing about uh, white America versus minorities and and the value of that in in a verse that was well measured well executed with a lot of urgency and uh one mm-hmm. of the songs that i always went back to just just if i wanted to get amped was technically sound um locksmith agenda over a dope track that had some um samples from tropical quest yes you can can i kick it yes you can 
anytime you have that, you're in good company. And I think that's what he was trying to do. I'm going to give you bars. And that's what yeah. he did. And I recommend anyone to hear that. It's off the Olive Branch album that came out this year. It's all white. There's an Olive Branch in the in the middle. Um, and mm. check out the Jam Agenda. That's my uh, one of my verses, favorite verses of the year. It's not my number one. I'll save that for the Crushy Awards. Next, <laughs> Next yeah. category, Sir Love Day. Next up, best album cover. Best, ooh. Now this one for me, this is a tough fight. I was battling between the one who ultimately ended up winning the Crushy and my honorable mention, Rosecrans. Oh DJ yeah! Quick. Oh yes, the uh, the Bravo. red the red cover. Great choice. I'm a big fan of that cover for a couple of a couple of reasons. One, I think there's a lot that he's putting out from that cover alone. Uh, just from the look of it, that's you know, of course, symbolic and representative of what he's doing. Um, yeah, the the word blocking and position of the words is kind of classic, and it's been done a lot. And that's fine. The fact that he chose to go ahead and place uh, the actual phrase Rosecrans in the middle uh, using the text he did, like an old label, um, <laughs> like you're just labeling uh, the album. And then the picture that the label is on is that of the hood of Rosecrans um, is a nice symbolic gesture in of itself. Hey, I'm going to go slap this big label on my block. Uh, the fact that it's his block, <laughs> the fact that it's all covered in red, um, it's it's a lot going on in that cover. If you if you haven't if you haven't listened to the album, it's a great album. To, so oh, fantastic! A, a sense of what he's doing and why that's there, um, and just a reminder that you know there was more coming out of Compton than just Kendrick. Uh, NWO, <laughs> NWA, and Kendrick. Uh, that that quick been putting it down for a minute. Quick uh, and prob- real good at that it. That was one of my favorite albums of the years, and I'm not gonna say yeah. any more than that. I'm sure it's gonna come right. up later again. Uh, that's a great <laughs> cover. The cover art also what drew me to it at first, and all great cover art should do that. Um, they mm-hmm. should make you curious and want you to yeah. investigate, give you enough of a snapshot to know what you're getting yourself into. Um, and that's that's a fantastic pick. Um, so I applaud you on Thank that. You. Um, I'm gonna go to one that um, it's it's becoming iconic in terms of you're using these symbols and people mm. know who you are. And mm. um, you know, easy comparison to that is anything Wu Tang related. You just throw on the W and you know what you're getting. Right. Run the jewels is on the verge <laughs> of that. Run Run the Jewels has their fingers, you know, in different classic classic. And what made that album cover so special for me? I love the gold and the blue and the mm-hmm. way they the shine on it. But it really is just that, and you know what you're getting yourself into. You know who we're talking about. And yeah. and for me, that was years in the making. Run the Jewels one, Run the Jewels two. Now Run mm-hmm. the Jewels three came out out of nowhere. Yeah, with the blue like background. Did. Yep, with the with the blue background, and the gold fingers, and I'm like, run the jewels. That's when you know you're doing it right. That's when you know your marketing department right. is is doing it right because <laughs> there's, a, 
I can't even think of any other symbol currently that you could put up that makes me want to think about you. Besides Wu Tang, put Wu Tang. Wu Tang figured that out early on, right? Without letters or nothing. Yeah. You just run the jewels. Twenty-five years. Three, and then it, it's just smart marketing and just visually mm-hmm. appealing. It was they went shiny, and I liked it. Versus <laughs> everything else is like all those Daft Piff cover arts. It's like it's just <laughs> stupid. Like all of you are oh, in front yeah. of a car that you the the stupid. Photoshop dude has no skill in doing. Mm-hmm. It's it's just really bad. It's it's really bad. Like I would I don't if you don't think your album cover is important, you're absolutely crazy. Cause I I dismissed so many albums just because your cover art is is lazy and it's stupid. It's just I yep. there's no other way of saying it. Yep. First hip hop record I ever touched was Biz Marquee, and all the reason why I picked it up because I looked at it. It was bright red. You know, this is back in the day, big vinyl, 12-inch. Big red cover. And here's this guy on it who looks crazy. He looks a little crazy. He's got a little bug eye. Look look at his face. And he's got his, his big jewelry on. And I'm just like, who the heck is this? And I need to know right now. I can't wait. Yeah. And that was that. And so your album cover definitely matters. And sometimes in 2018, we'll do a top five cover our hip hop cover all time. But if you know, mm. if you put up things fall apart from the roots cover, you know what you're getting yourself into, right? Mm-hmm. If you put up Midnight Marauder, you know what you're getting in it, yourself into. Right. Um, and right. th- these things are uh, aesthetically pleasing. Um, Lauren Hill with the desk written mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just like take really take your time to think of the whole package. I think that's what's missing. In some of these rush jobs, these laptop producers and laptop rappers, <laughs> is that that's it? Yes, I like the music, but I, I like the whole package. I like the yeah. art. I like the time. I like, I like whatever character. Cause you're a character to me. I you. What are you projecting to me? Right. This is some of my issues with Method Man. You started off with one character. You turned off to be something. Put the damn lazy eye back in. Go back in the bus and make some dusty shit. Anyway, and that was last week's episode. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. True. And make sure if you have art that the thumb is correct. Okay, Liquid Swords. <laughs> fix the thumb. Reissue that shit with a new. It's never thumb. changing. No, it's never it's changing. Never changing. All right. Well, that's no, my Run changing. the Jewels. Uh. My honorable mention for album our album art cover mm-hmm. of the year, but not Crushy award worthy. Right. No, we'll see who gets the actual Crushy soon. Yeah, next week. Uh, so let's talk best album. Ooh, you want me to take this? Well, yeah, the big one. The big, big one. one. I don't know if it's the big one. I think Artist of the Year is the big one. But that I will explain our thinking, at least my thinking of that. I'll take the lead on this one. Um, album of the years. Well, there's many in my estimation. Mm-hmm. And the fact that everyone picks one is for me absurd. <laughs> there's many that mm-hmm. is able to be called album of the year and no one can argue argue differently. Um, at least not to me. So even though we're going to do that next week and be totally hypocrites about it, of course. Um, at least we own it. 
Um, Just wait for us to change our mind, guys. Um, but I'm I I have a feeling we could go back and forth. So I, I'll say one, you say one. I, I'm sure we could go to at least five, six, seven, eight. Um, and I'm freestyling this in my head. I made them my list, but I'm, I'm freestyling in my head. Um, mm-hmm. I think for me, the album. There's so many album of the year candidates. Um, even yeah. picking one, I'm still not even certain about. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why I don't like writing things down is because in the moment I'm forced to pick and I just feel like that's correct. It's like my heart told that me time. that's that what, day. yeah, that yeah, yeah. I might regret it later, which is often do was I, right. when I edit the episode, I'm like, damn, that's yeah, not no. what I, um, but, um, <laughs> wait a minute. Um, it's for me, obviously I talked about Joey badass yep. and I, at least for the first half of the year, that was one of my albums of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, that I felt was worthy to be in there. Um, mm-hmm. But it's hard for me not to re I I'm going to like boom bat um, type style mm-hmm. and the smooth album produced by uh, Galio point. Uh, what is that? A Melodin is mm-hmm. um, just absolutely amazing. Um, Gally, Gally, Gally Point in his production style is harking back to you know boom back 90s a little more finesse doesn't hit as hard um, as old school that's my one knock on his production style but in terms of smooth and him together on an album was absolutely magic it's just MC producer you know you got some features in there um, Crime Apple um, Daniel Sun, mm-hmm. like the new crop of hardcore MCs that are coming up that, that like got me super jacked to be a hip hop fan. Um, so yeah. for me, I think people in my circle that enjoy that type of, type of music and collect vinyls and things like that already was is on top of that and they have it high ranked. I just think because we hit mm-hmm. maybe a, a different audience uh, from time to time, it doesn't they don't know who that is, who that is. So it's smooth S M. O O V T H. Don't forget the V in the middle. Right. Uh, right. He doesn't believe in making it easier for the audience to find them. Food for thought. Um, so for me, that's one of my honorable mentions, and uh, we'll put that in a link somewhere. Um, maybe we'll put that in the, you know, in the, in the bios for people right, to go. Right. So uh, smooth and gallop point. Uh, what do you got? Fair enough. So I've got quite a few, just like you mentioned. It's uh, it's a little tough to kind of throw one into the bag and not throw a lot. Uh, there's some non-hip-hop or non... Let me not say non-hip-hop, because these cats are hip-hop. Uh, but their music, uh, it will typically be put into R&B categories or otherwise. My boys uh, the men's back. Like... We got boys the men. <laughs> They're back. I wish. Uh, but they had to do their own split thing, too. Oh, uh, but I'm talking about Mac Wilds, Ooh. album was fire. Uh, Jadena, album was fire. Uh, Sid, Sid, that album was fire. Um, and then, of course, I have to mention a bunch of other hip hop albums oh, that so we've you, already mentioned. So well, just, just, just making a list. Gotta go make a list. I'll make you make a list. Yeah, I'll I make got it. You. Just go. Got just go. Just run it off. So all my honorable mentions. I got to throw in, of course, Rosecrans, as we mentioned. Got to yeah. throw in Joey, like you mentioned. Um, I got to throw in Kendrick. 
You get an honorable mention player. Sorry. Damn. Let's get an honorable honorable mention. Well, uh, I kind of let you know. Might get a Grammy. He ain't getting that crushy from me, but he might get a Grammy. Um, got to throw in, and you're not going to like this one. What, Jay-Z? But I got to throw in. Nope. Big boy. Oh, no, I'm not. I totally... Ve- I, I, I could not disagree with you Oops. more. <laughs> that, was, that was fantastic for me, too. Uh, and I'm also going to throw in uh, Blue Chip 7000. Uh, Action Bronson. Action Bronson. I'm not mad at that. Monster. It's my joint right there. So I got to give those some love. Those are, that's uh, a good list. Yeah. That's my that's my 17,000 albums that were all great this year. As, as usual, while people are going, oh, this is a bad year for hip-hop. Or, oh, this Hell is a no. great year for hip-hop. It's a great year for hip-hop. Look, there's good albums. You just got to get out there and find them. Correct. And there's a bunch more mixtapes and, and everything else out there that were great that weren't mentioned in that list. Um, so those are the guys who, album-wise, I think they had great stuff. But they just, you know. I'm with you. We can't listen to everything. Yeah. We can't. Listen, and, and, you know, you could put Tribe in for me. You could put Run the Jewels. Those came out after we dropped our last year's 2016 album of the years. So you could put those in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I won't get mad. Um, I yeah. had um, Smooth and, you know, Gala Point and Madeline. Um, we're gonna put. I agree with Kendrick. I don't think it's the album of the year, though. I do think it's his best album. Um, that's, <laughs> I just do like too many interludes on Pippa Butterfly for me. Like too many. Cut that sucker. And then a lot of that. you have the audacity to drop a collector's edition and just put it backwards. And some of you suckers bought it, or when you could just program it in your playlist backwards. You freaking idiot! Like, did you think of this? <laughs> That was so weird to me. Like I saw it and also, I saw people promoting it. Like that's great. You know, is, I did it for free. It. Like, I did it for free. It's called editing your playlist. Create new playlists. And run it backwards. <laughs> it's it's not that hard, you suckers. Oh man, that was hilarious to me. Like, that, I, I just had to say that. Okay, oh, yeah, uh, honorable mention. Um I don't know where I'm gonna put this person. Uh, but mm. Vic Mensa's album I thought was great. Oh shoot, Vic Mensa, you know, yeah. um, and I don't know. I was gonna Tyler put him the in Creator. Tyler oh, the Creator, time. yes, I thought it was his best album too. I don't like him as an MC, so it's hard for me to like get past that sometimes. Yeah, but in terms no, of like respecting the fact that he makes every noise and every beat and mixes everything, like for me that goes a long way. So I gotta give a kudos to him. He did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I put oh, Vic shoot. Mensa. Did you say Rhapsody? I didn't say Rhapsody. I'm still listening to it, so I don't. I, it's great, but I haven't digested it enough to talk about it because um, there's just yeah. so much coming out. Um, but Vic Mensa, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a best, like one of the best new artists. Or, you know, I didn't know exactly where to put him. He's not new to me. He might be new to right. other people. Right. Um, yeah. So for me, this was his debut album. So for me, is like he's like one of the best new artists. So that's kind of like in terms yeah. of just album, put that other bullshit, monotony bullshit out. It's mm-hmm. it's one of the best ones out there. Um, if he would have took three, four songs off, I think it would have been better. <laughs> would have been tighter. Would have been tighter. tighter. Uh, the Mayhem Lauren album with DJ Muggs, phenomenal, phenomenal. Right there. I don't know if there were Fire. leftover DJ Mug beats. I don't care. Uh, but when you said <laughs> DJ Muggs, I got excited and I did the the the, the wet orgasm in my pants when it came out because I needed to get it. 
I needed to uh, equinox in the gems, and so that was great. And, you know, so that was great. Um, Action Bronson with you, um, all the way. Um, one of the my favorite albums you can only find in I believe Bandcamp, maybe SoundCloud is the Booze Brothers. I mm. love the Booze Brothers. Mm. No one talks about them. Screw ya. You don't know who the Booze <laughs> Brothers is, and it's not the T H E. We're going nineties. D A the not booze, oh. B-O-O-S-E. It's B-U-Z, and the brothers has an A in the end, not an E-R. The Bruise Brothers had one of the most okay. hardcore, boom-bat, East Coast album of the year, and I applaud them. I needed to put them out there. No, you will not find them on iTunes or none of that mm. other crap. They don't do that. You're going to have to donate some money on Bandcamp, and so do that. <laughs> uh, the Booze Brothers... Um, man, Daniel's son, Apollo, mm. Apollo Brown and Planet Asia. Mm. I mean, come on. That was my dude didn't use, use drums. Fuck the drums. <laughs> um, so Sean Price. Sean P. Sean P. Um, man, so, you know, MC8. Hmm. He had a solid yeah, album. Jump was fire. Yeah. I, dude, it was so good. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I never listened to you, but you put Primo on that album. You know, you got something different <laughs> yeah. altogether. Um, you know, so the dude, Alchemist dropped the uh, good book. Alchemist dropped the good book. That's mm-hmm. great as well. Um, Static Selector. Status Selector just came out. That was great. Um, you just, know, under uh, one of the albums I like a lot. I like hmm. Gold Link. Oh yeah, Gold Link is fire. Golik is great. Um, yeah, yeah. Doing some new things, innovative things, man. I, I'm really liking that. I mean, that's that Golink. new school kind of music. I'm down with it. I'm totally down with it. Totally. Golik's um, been, been doing some heat for like, was it four or five years now? Even, yeah. All right, so that's kind of like. More that's kind of like off my head. The albums that I constantly have on repeat. Um, mm. that I think are great in terms. I'm gonna put a special note there on my Christian MCs because you know sometimes they get lost in the shuffle. I'm just I'm not gonna put them in a category in terms of like Crushy Awards, <laughs> but I just want to put it out there in terms of Crick. Last year, my best album was Show Baraka, The Narrative. Um, I think uh, the not none none of the Christian albums that came out this year are in that even close to being there. But um, I thought Propaganda's album, um, Crooked deserves a solid. Um, look, like check that out, kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that was the one this year that I felt was the most solid in terms of beginning to end. Um, production, what he, the way he was spitting uh, his voice. Um, and he's gonna come in New York real soon, I think in February. So we should go check him out. Um, so uh, yeah, check him out. Propaganda. So that's kind of my like my um, list shout-outs. off the head. And Jay Z's up there mm-hmm. for me too. Um. I hate Jay Z. Mm-hmm. We know I that. Ju- I just do. Um, we know. I, I, you know, but um, kudos. Like, I'm not going to come here and be like that album's trash. What I'm saying is, you had a big budget to clear them samples. That's what I'm saying. You know. Stop hating. Um, stop hating. And stop. Just... he needs a lot of breaths between sentences because he doesn't have much to say but saying that it's really <laughs> solid and I've listened <laughs> to it again because my gut told me that you might be mm-hmm. 
Brooklyn bias and have them near your list somehow. So I want to be able to argue with you, but I can't Uh, argue with you. hmm. It's a solid album. He did exactly what I thought he should have done years ago, but I guess he waited to get caught. (laughs) Stop hating. No, I'm not hating. I bought the album with my money. Maybe he just got woke. But title will close in six months, so it's okay. It'll be fine. All right, next category. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next up. Producer of the year. Ooh, this, there's a lot here. For me, it's hands down. So one. this one, for, this, for me, it's only one answer. Yeah, same here. For me, it was pretty quick. I was like, producer of the year, and I mean, it was like, okay, I already know what this is. Um, it was two guys, uh, and I knew which one I was putting at the head of the list. Uh, although one of those guys did executive produce a fire album. Now this is our um, on, we're talking about our honorable mention, not our crushy award winner. Yep. Okay. That's right. And it turns out that that guy ends up being the one who gets my honorable mention. Uh, shout out to you, my honorable mention, ninth one of y'all. Ninth one, yeah. Great. Uh, I've Amazing year. A massive ninth wonder fan, uh, of course, since little brother days, uh, when I first got put on to ninth, uh, messing with them, and. He had a heck of a year uh, between Rhapsody and the five billion different projects he was on. Uh, from he his, was on that Master Killer album. Yeah, from his production uh, to his stint in his teaching and his lectures and his classes uh, to, to Good his work executive producing, his A&Ring, his label work, uh, the artists he's got coming together, Jamla is the squad for show. But I had to give him the honorable mention because there's some things that we'll talk about when we actually get to the crushies for the guy who I feel like gets that number one slot. But Knife deserves a real shout out. He's he's one of those guys who's shaping himself up to be, or he's already shaped himself up to be a legend yeah. amongst produ- producers. I think it's and, a great uh, great choice. Still working. Uh, great choice, even if you had a number one. Uh, I wouldn't argue. Mm. For me, my number one was very clear. My number two was also very clear. Because uh, mm. either the two people that now, I won't say one of them, but uh, when mm. they drop something, I listen, and they're doing work that, for me, is what I want in my hip-hop, is MC, producer, getting together and working mm-hmm. exclusively. Not exclusively, but just on that project. Like, I don't, I'm don't, i not no. the biggest fan of um, multiple producers on one album. I just right. like the idea of no ID and Jay Z in a studio, concept wise, pushing each other. I just like that versus yo, give me a beat, don't worry about right. it. I'll get my engineer to come and fix it up. And I, I just don't, I don't like. It could work, it, and it has. But Clearly. for me, uh, my number two is I already talked about him is Gallo Point. Um, Gallo Point dropped the smooth. Uh, did work with Smooth early in the year with uh, Melodin. Fantastic album. Then he followed it up with Daniel Sun. Fantastic album. Um, and he has stuff coming up with Ray Vendetta, like on the 20th, which is this week, which is tomorrow, mm-hmm. which I'm waiting for. Um, and he does whole albums. Whole albums. And he's also right. doing things that, in terms of the what he samples and how he samples it, he really mm-hmm. looks into the Latin market because soul music mm-hmm. is not exclusively to black and brown folks. Fair enough. 
Meaning, there was people in other parts of the world who were doing soul music, just their version of it. Mm-hmm. That's never been tapped into in hip-hop. Mm. This dude has like the archive of it, and he's the only one using it. So he has all this like untapped samples from 50s and 60s, 70s Latin soul Mm-hmm. That are and it's like, can you give it to the RZA, please? <laughs> like, and no, he's doing RZA some great stuff with, with it, and yeah, so, like so man, that guy, that guy is just killing it for me. I know he's super, like, I don't know if he's under under underground, but he's an underground dude. He's not like a major label dude. He's not Metro Boomin. He's not none of those. That's not what he does. He's old school. With the pad, my dude. Mm-hmm. He's not lapped. He's not dragging and, and copy and pasting shit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do it. He's old school approaching it. And I appreciate that too. It just You can just hear it. Um, so check out a lot of his, his, you know, check out Smooth and that album yeah. and Daniel's Son. And if you like that style, just put in his name on iTunes and you can find it easily. And, and he's just, just, I'm looking forward to more stuff um, from him. Um, so that's my, um, Honorable mention for producer of the year, and also Apollo Brown. Apollo mm, Brown just came enough. in, and he's the sample king. But uh, mm. I just feel like his projects are uh, consistent. He is, he's another one who does albums. You know, he did it with uh, OC. He's done it with Planet Asia. He's done it with Radcast, and he picks the people he worked with are like not even like super super popular they're like more for the hardcore dirty mm-hmm. audience like me but man it's great and I love that he gives those those MCs some love Anchovies is one of my favorite albums of the year mm-hmm. um, so yeah that's that's my that's my honorable mention what you got what's next alright so next up best mixtape woo uh, for me this is um this is one I can't really throw somebody in there uh it's another list so I'm not going to beat anybody over the head with the list this time. I'm just going to tell you there's a lot of good mixtape out there. Go check them out. Stop playing. Stop wasting your time. For a majority of them, you can go and get them for free. Uh, so the fact that you haven't listened to some of these cats just shows me that you're lazy. Lazy. Talking to you. Lazy. No. Uh, but, <laughs> but for real, like, it's a, it's a bunch of places where you can go and get I these mixtapes I still want a online. good album get cover. Downloaded. Well, yeah, they still need to be decent, but uh, you can get them online. You can download them straight to your phone. It shouldn't be that tough. Uh, my Crushy Award winner is going to get all my, my love and appreciation for the mixtape thing. Uh, but what you got? Um, my I have a lot of mixtapes that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, the one that I want to talk about, I got to wait for it to next week. I'm super excited about it. I'm like super, super excited uh, for it. Um, nice. And we're gonna get kicked off Instagram Live soon, um, which is fine. Awesome. Um, I think for me, one of the honorable mentions is is anything Griselda. How about that? Benny the Butcher <laughs> for one. Um, Westside Gone. Conway. Conway's right, dropping right. Goat this week, mm-hmm. and that could easily change to album of the year. Mm. So let's just stick with that. That I mean, is there anything more you need to know in terms of mixtapes? 
Um, nope. So for me, anything Benny, The Butcher, <laughs> Conway, The Machine, West Side Gun, right. all drop mixtapes, all, all in succession of each other, fantastic. Mm. Superb stuff. For mixtape, the quality they put in there is 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 mm-hmm. is um, um is ridiculous. So for me, any one of those mixtapes could be mixtape of the year. But for me, they're all honorable mentions because the one I like is mm-hmm. I think pushed it in 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 a direction that makes me excited for what mixtapes could do in terms of just trying new things and being silly with it and not worried about sales. I think that's what mixtape right. should be about. Um, so that's where that's where I'm at. Yep, right. Griselda, bitch. All right, next up. I, I don't have that girl voice, Griselda. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to put that on one of those buttons. Yeah, and hit that later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've got best EP. Uh, this one was pretty pretty easy for me. Who my my honorable mention is? Uh, because uh. My honorable mention got more love, or I think got more spins for me than my primary. Ooh. To tell you the truth, um, and I think that's because I landed on my actual crushy winner uh, late. Um, yeah. <laughs> so my honorable mention is a uh, buddy. Ooh, okay, uh, yes. I forgot about that he dropped something this year. So uh, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of who Buddy was working with. So that's how I really jumped on this with extra speed and passion. It was in decided let me make sure I get on that. Um, not that project. I'm talking about the Catronada joint he dropped. Yes, yes. Um, so I think it's called Ocean in Montana. Uh, Buddy and Catronada leaped out there and. Drop something that was, was short and sweet, like a good EP should be. Um, four, but four to six songs. I'm a huge, yeah, four to six, real quick. I think that one had five, four or five, and it's really smooth. You can check it on SoundCloud. Uh, Buddy Ocean in Montana, featuring with uh, uh just K A Y T R A N A D A. But I'm a big fan of Catronada for a minute. I think the man's the darn genius. Um, his last album was fire, and just about everything he touches is heat. And this was no exception. It was dope for me. Got a lot of rotations. I think it definitely got more spins uh, than my crushy winner, but it deserves that love. Um, Good choice. Wasn't wasn't super duper rapping um, all the way through, but when you catch it and, and see what he was going for, there was a vibe there. It was a nice change of pace album, really though, fit. for sure. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It wouldn't fit if he got on there and was doing, you know, a Black Thought ten minute bar slaughter. Hmm. Um, he couldn't do that over over those Catronada, uh records, and it wouldn't have fit the vibe. But it was fire on its own. Yeah, great pick. Uh, let me go back to mixtape for a second. I, you know, I would be remiss not to put a an honorable mention to one of the albums I listened to a lot, and mostly I say a lot because I just generally liked it, though it took me a while to like it. Um, mm-hmm. But I could play it in my house without my children worrying about too much or explaining too much of what's going on because it's obviously in terms of a Christian music. Um, at least that's the way it categorized. But that Andy Mineo words play um, mixtape, mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, Magic and Bird. Very trap heavy, which is not my style, but it grew on me a lot. And I did see him mm. um, in concert. I'm going to see him in concert again sometime in January. Mm. He's going to be in um, Terminal 5 this Friday playing as well. So I encourage anyone to go check him out. It's a good show. He's a good dude. Um, he, I think he's really has a great fan base. And I, it's just good music where I can play with family around. It's I don't need to worry about things like that. And for me, that goes a long way because as a father, I can introduce hip hop. And and build up their conversation about other types of hip hop when they're when they're ready. So just as a gateway, I have to appreciate that. And it's just a good vibe album. It's like it doesn't always have to be about guns and drugs and stuff like that. I like that kind of content. I'm mature, always have been. But sometimes I like easygoing listening stuff. And you know, and I guess the kids say turn up. Yeah, that was my computer that did that. It got recorded. Deal with it. Um, so. I like that. That's my mixtape. But my EP um, has to go mm-hmm. to uh, one of my favorite Brooklyn MCs. There's a lot of Brooklyn MCs on my list because I don't care. I'm biased and it's my award. So lick my gonads. <laughs> Here in my honorable mention. My honorable mention for EP of the year um, is Coda the Friend. I love Coda the Friend. He dropped up mm. a, a Paloma Beach EP that I was waiting for. Um, this very vibey, similar to what you were talking about with Buddy, uh, and just right. in a different way. But he does produce a lot of his own stuff. He's just a budding MC. He, you know, he could definitely flow, but he's not like, uh, he's not like so hardcore with his beat. He, he's very like one of these young cats who's very aware of his surroundings. He's just trying to spread good vibes and thematic. Uh, type easy listening sounds in a very mm-hmm. in a very scenic type way and I just it was just one of those albums you could just lay back and play it on and it was just a refreshing take on hip hop it was a refreshing take on um, being young and not falling into the trappings of I can only do turn up he did something completely <laughs> else uh, and, it's, and it worked for me in so many levels it, it reminds me of uh, an early tribe album um, in terms of where he's coming from, in terms of that native uh-huh. tongue type of sound. And I just really, really appreciate uh-huh. it. So check out Code of the Friend, uh, Paloma Beach uh, EP. Fantastic stuff. That's my honorable mention. Nice. Uh, so next up, we've got Best New Artist. Well, that's a tough one. A very tough one. Yeah, um, it's tough. It's um, particularly tough for for me. I think what makes it so tough uh, is it's a bit of a fight right now as far as new artists and the classification. Um, one because there are cats who, as we mentioned with Vic Mensa, we've heard of for a while. We've got projects from them before, um, yeah. and we've played other projects and enjoyed them. Other. They were featured on other songs. You know, some some cases went back five years uh, and or more. But now they release like their first major label album release. And we go, best new artist. And we're like, what? No, that kid was on the radio seven and a half years ago. Um, so that's a little tough. Yeah. Uh, but my biggest honorable mention um is a little tough it's between um it's really between two non-rap acts uh <laughs> my honorable mentions <laughs> hey, <laughs> would go you do between, whatever you want bro uh, 
it's between Jadena and Leanne Lahavis. And uh Oh, she's fantastic. If I'm pronouncing her name correctly. That's the she dropped that uh, pink album. <laughs> we talk about the pink album. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but those are my my two best new artist picks, and and Jadena only because you know technically this is his first actual album um, that's come out, but we've heard and seen Jadena for some time now. We all know, yeah, I'm a classic yeah. man from a little bit before today uh, or a bit before this year. So he's been around, um, but he's kind of that guy. And as I mentioned before, his albums fire, uh, and so. He's definitely up there. And then, of course, Leanne's project, Fire. Uh, and she's pretty pretty dope. I didn't really focus in on it too much. And I was like, um, I'm going to check it. I was like, I'm, I'm going to get it. And I'm going to listen to it later. And I kept putting it off and putting it off. And what actually uh, turned me uh, made me go, you know what? I really need to listen and give it a full listen was actually seeing uh, her on NPR's Tiny Desk concert i was like let me watch it it's like 10 minutes i'll watch it 15 minutes and i was like oh this is dope yeah she's good she's got a nice voice okay i listen (laughs) uh she won me over there but those are my picks great what you got great pick new artist um man a lot of it you know i talked about vic mensa i don't know where he falls with that if he's new to you that's fine he's not new to me um you know i talked about coda the friend um Paloma yep. Beach and the EP, so you can put him in my new artist as well. I'm not gonna say who my my new artist of Crushy because I want to because I'm excited to share his music. I think people are still discovering him. Um, I think people will be surprised, but I do think one of the albums that surprised me. I don't know how new he is. He's new to me, so if I don't know him before that, screw ya. Um, go listen to something else, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but uh, my honorable mention for best new artist is is Loot. Mm. Um, off the J Cole album, what is that? Dreamville. I don't do the J Cole yeah. album so much. Um, he dropped an album uh, this year, um, not too long ago, and I want to tell you what it is. Um, nineteen uh, ninety six album. What's nineteen ninety six? Mm-hmm. And it's for me. He um, definitely has that J Cole vibe to it, which I listen. I'm not against J Cole too much, um, mm-hmm. but um, but he has that vibe, J Cole vibe. But he, you know, it's a little bit of like uh, far side soul of mischief, tribe Cold quest, native tongue kind of vibe to it. Um, and mm-hmm. that just hits all my sensibilities in a way that's like refreshing. <laughs> that that type of hip-hop because that's its own type of hip-hop even back days you couldn't you can't put tribe and native tongues in a conversation with wu-tang in terms of what their sound sounds like it's very different um so the he harkens back to that kind of uh throwback he's a young guy it's a solid 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 album um he might even call it a mixtape but i don't care he's in terms of just a new artist who i'm excited about man i want to hear more from this guy solid lyrics to his Mm -hmm. his Production selection is fantastic, and I just like the way yeah. he he flows. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it just was a very interesting to get caught off guard. Like, let me try this album, Loot, because that's what I do every Friday and Tuesday when albums come out, right? And I go, oh, it's a J Cole yeah. Dreamville. Okay, okay, at least I know the, the like the direction it's going in. Like, if you hear JID 
um, you kind of have an idea that's a J. Cole person as well. Like they all have this kind of kind of a thread. So I'm like, all right, let me check it out. And I was just blown away, just blown away and how good it was, how refreshing it was. And I just really like that sound that he had, that solar mission native tongue type of sound. Um, so check him mm-hmm. out. That's Lute, uh, L-U-T-E, uh, West 1996 yeah, like album. Yeah, and the album comes a little kid, I think, eating like cotton candy mm-hmm. or something. I don't yeah. know. It's just a great. It's uh, cute. Yeah, I it was. I just love finding new music and letting it, letting a new mm-hmm. artist that I haven't been exposed to just infiltrate mm-hmm. you in a way. And he just really did it for me. And I'm still listening to his album. I think it carries a lot of weight, and I think it's one of those you could listen to a lot, and it will grow and it will grow stronger and stronger as you listen to it. Um, it's not like a trap album where you're done within a few days. It's it's a compact twelve songs. Um, solid stuff. Very, very happy to share that uh, with people. Loot, check him out. Yeah, he's dope. Uh, big, big shout to J Cole. He's got a lot of really solid cats in that Dreamville roster. Yeah, you see, I, I like that version. I like that version of J Cole. Like, I think he has an ear for it. I just don't know why his nasal nasal pass- passages has been oh, really bad in his last album. Um, and folding clothes is not really a mantra to have a stable relationship with. Um, you know, still sexist. But anyway. <laughs> Oh. oh my lord, the hatred! Yeah. Well, I, I, I speak it. I'm speaking. Hey, if you listen to the top five Wu disappointment, I love the Wu. I went in. Screw them. Yeah, that ain't a Wu Tang album, and I don't want to see it on no one's list unless it's a top disappointment. That's where it belongs. <laughs> That's where it belongs. Fair enough. And I, that, don't right. get me started. And fix the damn thumb. I don't care. I'll say it again. Fix the thumb liquid. Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. All right, last two. Big ones. Go for it. Song of the year. Okay. First of all, so. I just want to say our last year's awards, we, uh, our best new artists, um, in terms of like, I'm not even saying it right, the things that we're excited for for 2017, we almost yep. hit every single thing right. I'm just putting it out there for the listeners. Go back to that episode. Just count back 12 episodes or whatever it is. And, and then you could... Uh, see what me and Sir Love they put out there and we were mm. pretty much on point with it anything that we predicted was going to happen happened but also mm. with some of our picks for Song of the Year in terms of it's Grammy now we don't acknowledge the Grammy as any way of measuring excellence because that's what the Crushy Awards are that's what mm. in all honesty that's why we should have our own award show Um, but uh, we were on it because last year I said Redbone and I was mm-hmm. dead on it, um, and that song just released, and I was like, no, 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 that's the song of the year. Yeah. So we, we know what we're talking about. Yeah, you know, you know, I was, you know, I was, we was on that childish game being away for a minute. Yeah. Um, amongst other things, Anderson Park and a bunch of others that that popped off uh, this year and last year. But for me, it's a really tough one. Um, I fought about what I was going to select for a long time. Uh, to get the actual crushy. Um, but when I had to think about who's that runner-up, a couple of things really stuck out. Uh, my honorable mentions. Um, Story of OJ. Wow. Uh, stuck out for me. Song of the year. Um, not just because of how much I like the song or how fun the uh, the production is. 
um, or the, the, the message or point of the lyrics. Um, but all of those things combined with the sort of buzz and interest that it created and the conversations that arose because of it. Um, I loved having that conversation <laughs> with the the white coworkers and friends and neighbors about what parts of this chorus they can't sing. <laughs> it was very clear. And you guys yeah. have known the rules for the longest. Yeah. I don't know why every time one of these songs come up, you guys want to ask and check again. Hey, look, I know we talked about this two days ago, but I just want to double check. So I can't say the N-word in this song. Is that not? No, no. Just, just listen, nope. to, listen to Tanasi Coates. He explains it. Nope. Tanasi Coates broke it down. You. It's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, and yes, Tanahasi Coates definitely give it a great explanation. It's the analogy I've been using for years. Come on, you know, yeah. you know, your parents can call you uh, big head and, and stinker, and your friends can call you, can tell you to shut up, faggot, and you'll be like, ah, right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if some random dude off the street does it, everyone has a fight. different nickname in a different uh, social setting. But you have story of OJ as your as an honorable mention. And, uh, I've got they, Story of OJ and uh, probably 444 and like six songs off of uh, Blue Chip 7000 <laughs> along with a, a thousand other records. So it's, it's a, Action Bronson, oh. a.k.a. Ghostface Killer. Um, <laughs> um, man, I'm not going to tell you. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you what my crush award is because it's a, it's a different song that I think most people do listen to. This is my personal favorite uh, song of the year, but I will tell you one that I'm universally know people know it's, it's, it's a great song and I, it's an honorable mention for me and not my number one. Um, because, uh, yeah, cause it's my list. So screw it. Um, so I got, I got DNA Kendrick. Kendrick is an honorable mention for song of the year. Uh, do I need do I need to explain it? The the beat, um, uh, Will made it fantastic. Um, his delivery, his content, fantastic. The switch of, the the speed switch at the end, fantastic. The video, fantastic. Don Cheeto, fantastic. <laughs> it was all fantastic. Uh, even the way it came, it rolled in, rolled out. In terms of the album, you have the little intro when he got shot, then he came out, but then we learned that wasn't the real way, and so that's the way you end it. Whichever way it works, I'm still mad people bought that album. Just fix your playlist. Um, So DNA is an honorable mention for me. And another honorable mention is off the Vic Mensa album, because maybe because I've had such a hard several months on mental health um, in terms of my grieving Mm -hmm. uh, for my friend. Um, that's really uh, made my body do things in terms of healing and and um, mm-hmm. or, or 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 ignoring the the pain I was mm-hmm. in that I'm still in. Um, Wings by Vic Mensa mm-hmm. and Pharrell is just one of those songs that just get me um, yeah. in the jugular all the time. When I listen to it, it's it's urgent. It's it's Vic Mensa giving you. Uh, who he is as just as a person, not as his persona. I thought it was a very honest and 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 very personal song, which I appreciate and I applaud. And you know, if we're gonna give Jay Z credit for it, my dude came in with that album and was just as equally revealing, and to the point of like this guy needs help, but he's able to put his vulnerabilities out there. And I think Wings is a great song for that. Um, um, 
yeah, those are kind of like the two songs that are, I would say, really, I thought were out of this world uh, good. And I also think mm. Story of OJ was pretty, pretty, pretty dope for what what you said in terms of like the conversation and and what it did for just Jay-Z and just I just like the fact that we could talk about beats and bars. Mhm. Yeah, I think that yeah. song is great for that. Yeah. Those, nice. And and there's another song um another logo it's a Christian song. I'm sorry. I I'm going to talk about it. Uh, I listened <laughs> to it. It's a great it's another part of hip hop that people need to get into. I think it's really good. There's been some good stuff out there. Andy Minio wordplay, Lecrae, um Andy um of course Andy Minio's my guy, but uh Propaganda Show Baraka did an EP this year. But uh one of the one of my low key favorites is a group called Beautiful Eulogy. And uh mm. and they dropped a new album off the Humble Beats um label not too long ago and their second song man let me see if i can um, pull it up real quick because it's escaping me the the actual name um but beautiful eulogy is is a trio they do their own production the album's called worthy and their second song is called if their second track on the album is called if and it yeah. it's just really talking about um the love they have for their for their god right but they do it in the way what if this happens i will i will still love you if this happens i will still serve you if this happens i will still i i'm still winning if you if you take right. the most precious things from me if you take my kids and my wife i will go to a darkness in my in my life that is beyond anything. I will dance with the devil. I would do these things because you took the most precious and I still will walk away knowing that I'm winning because mm -hmm. you're my, and that's for me at the time I'm where I am in my life in terms of dealing with this loss. It, it, it was profoundly overwhelming to find lyrics that are this, that rock me to my spiritual core. Mm-hmm. And and so it it would be very nice. I wouldn't do a service if I didn't put that song in my personal top songs mm -hmm. of the years. Checked if you're feeling down, if you need an uplifting song that really talks yeah. about serving and understanding the sacrifices you make to serve. Um, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna get preachy too much, but if you are <laughs> of that kind of like mind, I know Sir Love Day is. I know I am. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. Check out Beautiful Eulogy. The album is called Worthy. The, it's the second track called If. And the whole album is production is fantastic. It's live instrumentation, some sampling. And lyrically, it's just, they're just doing some amazing things. And I really would recommend um, people checking out that song. If you need if you need any type of, of reassurances. So that's my top uh, honorable mentions for top song. Dope. All right. Last, Last one. one. The big honorable mention. Yeah. Artist of the year. Now, Man. let me preface this because I think I talked to you. I didn't want to influence anything. I wanted you to take your 
idea what the caterpillar mm -hmm. in Twisted Your Way. But I, I do think we have an understanding that this doesn't necessarily mean that this is a person who had the best album or the best song or whatever. It's just someone who had the best year for whatever reason. And it could be a combination mm -hmm. of things. Like if you want to put Joe Budden on your, on your artist of the year, yo, my dude had a crazy year. My dude was right. all over hip hop. You could argue that he is very much an ambassador for hip hop. If you like it or not, mm -hmm. he was gonna snuff Migos, and for that, I give him a standing ovation. Okay, <laughs> now I don't mess with academics. I think he's a coon, but that's just my opinion. Absolutely. I probably lost half the audience. I don't care. That's just the way it is with me. Um, nope, so if you wanna listen, uh, this is just a artist that we like. Maybe they have the best of, or maybe they didn't release anything, but just did something good for the culture uh, and for people. These are these people. So wh yeah. well, who do you have as your honorable mentions? So my honorable mentions start with a guy who's been getting a lot of attention lately. Uh, of course, it all started with the growth of his attention from the BET Awards. Um, his cipher, of course, I'm talking about Eminem. He's one of my honorable mentions. Uh, he's gotten so much focus and attention beca because of that verse. Um, I'm not 100% sure why that still is persisting, why people keep referring to it. Um, being like, oh, but he did this and that. Get over it. Um, but he got a lot of focus from that. And then he just dropped an album. Um, it's been quite a release. Uh, and I think it's, for me, he's, he's one of my artists of the year, uh, honorable mentions, because of how he's demonstrated that the platform, that you secure by being multi-platinum the platform you secure uh by being repeatedly multi-platform a uh, multi-platinum the the platform he secured for himself by by merit of his sales his success his ticket sales the way his concerts uh sell out in moments and are packed from end to end uh that that platform uh when you're, regardless of what your conditions are, when you decide to make any statement, um, any statement of any kind, that regardless of how much merit it may have, but any statement that strikes at someone else in power, someone else with a platform, uh, people have very strong reactions. And that you can spark certain conversations just by using that platform that you have to point a couple of fingers at some things and to say some things. Uh, that need to be said. Uh, that I don't, I don't find um, his particular uh, his messages or yeah, um, I don't find it to be super powerful or, or necessary for for me. I think for a lot of us who are of the mindset similar to him, we didn't need him to come out and be like, "Hey, you know what." This Donald Trump guy, he's not so good. Like we, we didn't need that. Um, but there's no doubt in my mind that he's got a, a nice chunk of his fan base who who really needed to hear some uh, some real clear uh, stance on, hey, look, buddy, not all of us are with you, okay? Um, and uh, if you're listening to me and you rock with that, that guy, I don't want no parts of you. Uh, but I respect that. Uh, my other honorable mention um, is Jay-Z. 
for the same reasons. Uh, here is a young man who secured himself a big platform um, by being multi-platinum, by being really good, by being repeatedly multi-platinum, selling uh, everywhere he goes, uh, making tons of money, securing that any slight movement he makes in hip-hop gets him a ton of attention uh, and people are going to repeat it and going to talk about it. It's going to be a headline. And he decided that although he has for ages um, been presenting, you know, duality in his songs and he's been presenting some honesty in his songs, he's never been just the, oh, sell drugs, sell drugs. It's good. It's fun. Guy, he's always been like, look, there's a lot of pitfalls. A lot of this is terrible. <laughs> I live every day with the regrets of knowing that I had to go against a good friend of mine because we were both making too much money for each other to continue to prosper. And one of us had to lose if one of us was going to keep winning. And I decided that it was going to be him and not me. Um, and, you know, he he's done that. But he's finally decided, you know what, I'm going to try and address as much of the stuff that I haven't been addressing. Um, I'm going to try and make sure that I'm uh, doing what people have wanted um, and I'm going to address how I use my money, um, the money that I have, how I think um, financial freedom um, and financial literacy is important for my people. And I'm going to reiterate how much that I have a stance with my people. Uh, and try to make it clear to all those who think that I've been selling out and I don't uh, support my own for ages, that I've always been about us. And uh, I've been saying for the longest that I love us, that I care about us. Um, but I'm going to try and make it a little bit more clear now. And, and um, yeah, let me go ahead and do that. And it turned into a resurgence for him um, as far as some new appreciation. It's probably one of the most hated rappers that we've had, but it was a big, big move for him. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of his supporters were like, yep, this is what I've been talking about. I'm trying to tell you this guy's great. And a lot of the haters were like, Ugh. yeah, so you finally did it. You should have done this 30 years ago. Um, or you get the people who are like, um, why is he the one to say this? I don't want to hear it from him. He has no right. Um, or you get the people who are like, I said that 20 years ago. Y'all didn't listen to me when I said it back then. Oh, but because he said it, now y'all want to hear it? Screw y'all. Screw him. Um, but it's important that he said it. It's important that he used his platform to say it. And I'm glad he did. And so those guys are my big two uh, sleepers. My big two honorable mentions. And they, they struggled. To fight for the top spot, but let they me just explain weren't quite close something about my Jay Z hate. <laughs> it's not that I hate him. I don't. I don't hate <laughs> him. Just said I hate him. <laughs> I I loathe him. No. Um. I, 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 it's not about time. I like. I I do believe doing this show. I've learned a lot about just getting ready to do a show and performing, mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't want to do the show, bro. Sometimes I, right. I, I'm not in the mood now, so you know I apologize to Lauren Hill for not coming on time. It makes total sense to me now. 
Like I don't want to mm-hmm. do the show sometimes. Like like the editing and waking up and posting it. Is it so I get it. So uh, for me, Jay Z came at the time where he was ready to talk about things, and you know I'm gonna take that album and be like, yo, it was it was it was. Besides his debut album, it's my second favorite Jay Z album. Period. And 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 that's for me saying a lot because I'm hypercritical mm-hmm. about him. So he had a great banner year. I'm gonna go into mines because um, I know we're stretching this episode. It's like the longest episode we have. Um, yeah. For- uh, yo, chase your dreams. Go outside your box. Um, and really do something different. Um, even though you're in a culture like you know. Uh, and I I just feel like. People who do that and put themselves out there, any artist is, is, you know, I commend you for that. I mean, us doing this show, knowing that people are going to give us hate when we have, um, it, it comes to the territory. But I got to I gotta salute my boy Rob Markman, man. He's my mm-hmm. honorable mention for for Artist of the Year. Uh, not necessarily for his music. I thought it was a, a decent um record that he released in terms of um you know his right to dream uh ep kind of ep semi album that he released earlier in the year but just the fact that he was in hip-hop for all these years as as a journalist and as a commentator and just a generally respected in hip-hop circles as just a good guy who really knows about the culture and represents it well in terms and shares a lot of our values too he's like he's not like this Mm -hmm. street dude um like he's he's obviously from the street he's street smart He's savvy. He's smart, but he's a good dude with some real fundamentals in terms of what hip hop really is: community, celebration, um, and those are the things that he really pushes pushes out there. And to have him release uh, his own work, knowing that he's always been on the other side, reviewing and critiquing, it was was very ballsy of him and I appreciated mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, wow, this dude is really going for it. And and I. I, I commend him. He he does so much good things for the culture that we need to salute more people like him. Where he's the difference from like someone like Joe Budden, who I love and find him entertaining. I, I he's entertaining because he's a train wreck. You know, it's not. And and I do agree with some of the things he says, but he's a train wreck. He's an anarchist. He's he's you know he's doing things to really rile people up, even though he's doing it under the name of I'm keeping it real. He's keeping it Joe Budden. He's not really keeping it real mm. um rob markman is keeping it real i love the culture and this is how i approach it in a very different way and and he appreciates everyone's contributions and i just you know he comes from that sway tree so that's my honorable mention for artists of the year person of the years in hip-hop we need more people like rob um, markman i believe i think i just think it would be i would be remiss not to have him on the list so that's my artist of the year um if you like what you're hearing subscribe on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher Radio. Do us even a biggest favor for the holidays. For the holidays, give us the gift of leaving a review. You love it, you hate it, five stars, four stars, three stars, whatever it is, put it out there and let us know um, what you want. Also, let us know what you want to hear for the next year. We're here to celebrate and we're here to educate. Um, let's celebrate mm-hmm. this hip-hop together trap mumble old school new school whatever it is we we want to hear it and we want to get you on the show we also want to educate we want you to be here for a long time it's your time 
But we want you to Absolutely. know your history, know your artists, know your production, know your history, for you can make the best music out there. For you could get everybody. Um, we really want. It. We're rooting for everybody. Um, and check out. Uh, we're gonna have a new theme song debuting on the first album. Uh, I won't say more than that. Um, <laughs> uh, and thank you for everyone for uh, uh, you know, a great year. We have one more episode for the next year. I think uh, we're doing the crushies next episode next week. Check that out. Mm-hmm. And Sir Love Day, as always, has been uh, a pleasure. By the way, we're not doing the biggest disappointments, but if I had just to put it out there, yo, that Lupe album was horrible. Everyone else, Good. peace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah peace. <laughs>